People paying money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the 20 by 20 crew. I'm your co-host, Joe, and I'm here with Matt. And we're here talking WrestleMania weekend. There is a plethora of events going on all weekend for WrestleMania. WrestleMania isn't just about WrestleMania anymore. Can you imagine that? Nor um, should it be. Yeah, nor should it be. This this spectacle, this this huge event that happens once a year in April or late March, depending on whenever the hell they feel like booking it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> has has become known for a host, you know, taking that host city wherever they're at and making it the proverbial playground for anything wrestling. This year, we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff including you know not just wwe stuff but you've got podcasts happening with live appearances you have multiple indies with shows going on sometimes the same day you know obviously you're you're limited to only a few days there in in louisiana but there's a lot of stuff going on uh we're here tonight watching strong style evolved new japan pro wrestling as it happens live and as we're talking right now you have the bullet club in marty Skrull and Cody coming out with his wife Brandy Rhodes looking absolutely gorgeous all dialed up even Marty's got new 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 duds on looking snazzy i don't know how i feel about Cody's new shirt <laughs> i just the whole Cody gimmick right now is, is a little bit off for me personally yeah he's He's definitely his own, his own, he's living in his own nightmare world. Yeah, if you want to call you know? it. I'm digging Marty's jacket, though. I'm really, I'm not a big purple guy, but it, it I don't know. We're, it works. We're, uh, we're fashion police here. <laughs> uh, it, it totally works. It, it fits him. I, I, I like, I like Marty in that jacket. I believe this might be a little bit of the redneck coming out in Cody. <laughs> <laughs> It just—I I mean, I know he's doing a movie of some sort, from my understanding, with that hair. But everything else, like I can't—I'm trying to p- picture who he looks like to me. But he's becoming his father slowly. They <laughs> think that's what it is. He only needs to gain like another sixty pounds, and he'll you know, be right instead there. of instead of the the taped up elbow or the pa- super padded elbow, he's always got the super padded uh, palm and, and hand or fist. Yeah, he's got the bleach blonde hair. He's, you know, he's putting on a little bit of weight. He's eating good these days, you know. Well, so the amount of money he's bringing in. Well, of course. But that shirt, uh, it's it's him with the fucking planet of Saturn and some <laughs> kind of giant white wolf on it. I'm sure it's available over at Pro Wrestling Tees. Is he doing like a Flash Gordon thing? Because that's, that's. I don't know. I'm really confused. <laughs> but hey, it's I guess it's working for him. Is that like a sequel thirty years later? <laughs> I don't know about. <laughs> This particular match we're watching, if I'm not mistaken, is Bullet Club versus Bullet Club? It is indeed the Bullet Club versus the Bullet Club. Cody and Marty Scurro versus the Gorillas of Destiny, which features the one of only two remaining original Bullet Club members in Tamatanga and Baby Brother, who is much bigger than him. And uh, Tangaloa. Before we talk about, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad, like, it's kind of like perfect timing because we are going to talk WrestleMania, folks. And I promise we're going to get 
there. But seeing that this is a, a show where we, we talk about, where we converse about things in wrestling, I, I have to say, I don't I don't know how you feel about this fully. I know we talked about it a little bit before the show. Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Do you Are you a fan of what they're doing with everything here? I know there's some confusion for me. Uh, you did inform me about maybe checking out some of the Being the Elite, which is their YouTube show. That, I believe, is weekly, right? Yeah, I believe so. But that being said, with currently no endgame in sight, what do you what do you make of Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, and what does that do to a faction that is at, really at the peak of its popularity? And what, I, I don't even want to say peak, because I think it can actually get even bigger if, you, if, it allows, if they allow themselves to. But here they are... Instead of taking on the world, which is kind of what Bullet Club was all about, now they're they're fighting amongst each other, and I'm not a fan of it. I, I'm I'm curious to hear what your intake is, though. It's gonna it's gonna go one of two ways for me anyway, and and obviously I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't see the future because let's face it, if that was the case, I might not be doing this podcast, or at least in these conditions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'll say about Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. I don't mind what's going on right now. Is it my favorite Bullet Club stuff? No. It is cool to see two very passionate wrestlers in Cody and Kenny Omega go head-to-head and face off. Not just verbally, but uh, also in the ring. It's been really fun watching these two kind of vie for who's leading the Bullet Club. The way they're going about doing it, though, is not my my favorite. It, it, it doesn't necessarily work for me. I was explaining to Matt before we, we uh, started recording, you have this situation where, again, it's probably going to come down to one of two options. Either you're going to have Bullet Club versus Bullet Club, and when someone else tries to get involved very substantially, that's what's going to reunite them, and they will become bigger, badder than ever. The other thing I see happening is, and this is what we talked about before uh, we started recording, is the way they're going about the the story, the, the angles that they're doing, you kind of have to be this... You have to pay attention to to more than just whatever product they're involved with. And I say that because if you watch, you know, probably the last seven or eight episodes of Being the Elite, which is the Young Bucks YouTube channel, or YouTube show on their YouTube channel. So episodes 90, 90 plus. So 90 to 97, 90 to 98, whatever they're at right now. You get a lot of behind the scenes information that you normally wouldn't get like that it would normally happen on a television program on on some wrestling show that's not the case with this and so if you're not paying attention to that you only get what you see here on the television on on, uh, televised events or pay-per-views things of that nature so for those of you who are a little bit confused about what's going on with the bullet club i highly suggest you go check out being the elite on youtube and that should clear up some information for you Uh, You'll get to see just exactly how much of a manipulator Cody has become. The wedge he is seemingly trying to drive between all of the members of the Bullet Club. So it's it's really interesting. I won't say much more than that. Uh, I really would like you to go check out the stuff. And plus we have a lot of things to cover tonight. So with that said, yeah, that that's... I'm leaning to one of those two options. Either someone's going to come in, make some substantial effort to kind of break them apart as they're, they're already in fighting, 
and it'll bring them all back together or you're going to have this this continued it seems like they're very inexperienced in booking these stories these stories and these angles independently of new japan pro wrestling and i think that's causing some of the confusion and so when you have that it's you know it's going to be a little confusing it's going it's not going to necessarily pan out in a a sensical manner so i'm still really interested as to where it's going i do share the opinion of matt here where we we aren't necessarily hell-bent on some of the guys in bullet club and their their current gimmicks i mean like you know we were just talking about cody and 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 all of that he's he's an awesome performer but i don't necessarily like what they're doing with him or what he's doing for himself i think he's capable of much more I think he can still accomplish the same. I still think he can accomplish the same thing, uh, but better uh, by by making a few changes here and there. Yeah, I agree. I love the Young Bucks. I love Cody. I love Adam Page. I love Marty Skrull. I hate, hate, hate the, the cheesy, over-the-top, sometimes corny, comedic gimmicks that they're portraying right now. And maybe I'm going to sound old school, maybe I'm going to sound like a traditionalist here, but Bullet Club, the reason why I fell in love with the Bullet Club was because it was it was a us versus versus the world mentality. And I've always loved that mentality in really in any form of, of entertainment, of any kind of media. Maybe that's something that I took in my personal life and, you know, lived through through them for, from that. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just professional wrestling, but you can't say that you've never done that with anything in professional wrestling or any or any other kind of media. Like it's just, it's kind of a kind of a thing that we we do. We latch onto something because it's like I I get that message. What they're doing now, I wouldn't be so against if it was a, a battle between Cody and and Kenny of who should be the leader of the Bullet Club or or this and that. But when you start adding over the top cheesiness to it i i look at it and, and this is going to sound like a really bad word here but i look at it like a wwe product right now because that's what it's, that, that that's that's the impression that i get i just get this these goofy little segments and i just like i'm not entertained i'm not entertained by that and everything that the bullet club represents now it, it's just it's almost like it's i don't think it's dead but it certainly is dying it's it's the equivalent of the minor leagues <laughs> it's it's the equivalent of the nwo uh when they when they start letting everybody in and they they started doing the the separate factions and this and that it's we kind of lost we, we lost what was special about the nwo it was again it was very much the the us versus them mentality it was an invasion storyline it was it was we we're taking over the wrestling world and there's nothing you can do to stop us and that's what the bullet club was built on and when you have some of the best of the best now acting like a bunch of high school kids i just i i i have a hard time following because i don't care at this point and i look at other other promotions because let's you know we, we look at bullet club and i know it's a big thing out here but it is still a new japan faction whether you want to admit that or not and i look at them and they don't have shit on lij they don't have shit on suzuki goon 
Uh, I would even say that Parts of Chaos has a lot more buzz around them than than Bullet Club because nobody knows what the hell they're doing. You know, just they they did all this and just like up until maybe a month ago, now or, or even less, now the the Tungans are getting involved and it's just like, well, why weren't you involved to begin with? I I I know I asked that question in a previous episode and we never got back to it because we didn't have an answer. <laughs> and it's just it's silly. It's silly. It's I, I just hope that and we'll we'll go over this as we move on because I know we got to move on here. Uh, I hope it ends though on on April seventh with Supercard of Honor. Whatever whatever they're doing, figure it out so we can have some kind of finite answer. I'm I'm also of the opinion of Japanese culture when it comes to to anything Western Western culture. It's almost like a caricature of what the actual culture is and that's what they they like that's what they adore I, I remember hearing on another podcast i think it was killing the town with Norman and cyrus they were talking about how it's it's cool it, you speaking in english out there is cool it's a cool thing to do it's a hip thing to do okay not a big fucking deal to us you know we don't out here in the states you know i don't want to offend anybody but out here in the states if you're talking ja- japanese to me i'm not like i i don't think it's necessarily cool you know yeah. it's it's not like a hipster thing to do right n- not to my knowledge it's not the same and and i think what it is is out in japan you do have stuff like that going on so to me what the, all these all these uh you know semi hokey or very cartoonish stories and and characters that they, that are becoming the current product you I, I think they're just playing to w- whatever's popular in new japan which makes sense for for their business sure but as far as man and i go it's it's not our favorite stuff i mean we we've talked about how we we don't necessarily uh dig the the hokey stuff um especially you know the old wwe crappy gimmicks and things like that uh, especially during the mid 90s that was horrible <laughs> but uh yeah getting back on topic here we are talking about wrestlemania weekend uh you're looking at uh, thursday friday saturday and sunday and uh that's april 5th 6th 7th and 8th uh if you happen to be in louisiana there's uh there's plenty for you to do out there yeah if you if you say if you're in louisiana that uh during that time and you're you're bored you uh just go home because there's (laughs) (laughs) there's there's way too much going on here that there's no way you can get it all done but it's just your entire days are booked and we're talking from sometimes 10 in the morning 9 in the morning to 11 o'clock to the following morning if you wanted to stay out that late you know if you don't want to catch any sleep i love that that we get to talk about this because let's face facts here obviously wwe this goes without saying is the most well-known wrestling company in the world it's whether you like wwe or not it is what it is and it's so great that other companies take advantage of the fact that you have an insane amount of fans that are traveling all around the world to come see that product. And here they are saying, well, since you're out here, we got a show too that you, you're, you'll, you'll probably like. Come check us out. Or, you know, and it just, it started off very small. I, I don't know when it started. I know Ring of Honor's been doing this for quite some time. Uh, I, I don't know whether, when it started either. I, I know for, for a reference point, uh, I remember listening to, uh, Michael Elgin. Oh. I remember listening to Michael Elgin, uh, on a, on a, uh, another podcast. And he was talking, I want to say 
2015. He whatever whatever city WrestleMania was in that year, he did 10 shows over the course of of a week. You know that culminated the WrestleMania weekend. Right. So it's it's I would say at least those last these last three years. But I'm sure longer than that. But probably not this big. Um, let's face it, the, the the wrestling industry is is going through another boom. Although this time it's not just between two companies. It's uh, it's it's the WWE and independent wrestling as a whole. So you've got you've got quite a few different companies and and properties to uh, to go experience. And this actually starts on Thursday, April 5th. You're going to have uh, a chance to go see Matt Riddle's Bloodsport. That's being put on by GCW. And it's at the Train Convention Center. We uh, Keep in mind, all the shows that we are mentioning, we will have all the information on our website over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. You can find all the information there. We'll have information and links to tickets, things for you to do. We are partner of Groupon. We will have Groupons available for you, which we we have two big ones coming up later to mention. We'll also have information on how you can watch WrestleMania if you're not able to make it to Louisiana. So or any of the shows or any of the shows. Discuss. So you'll 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 have uh, quite a few different options there, but uh, yeah, you, you're, we're gonna start at three o'clock. Keep in mind this is Central Standard Time for those of you who are wondering, uh, which is also Chicago time. Three o'clock on Thursday, you have Matt Riddle's Bloodsport again. That's being put on by GCW at the Ponchar Train Convention Center. Uh, you can get ticket information through us again at 20x20crew.com/podcast/wrestlemania. This one is is tap out or knockout only, and the reason why this is so so relevant to Matt Riddle's blood sports because Matt Riddle, if uh, for all you MMA fans out here might recognize him, I don't know what season he was on, but he was a winner of uh, The Ultimate Fighter and really had everything going for him in MMA. Uh, I, I don't recall him losing any fights as far as there at the venue. He did lose two fights, or at least they went to a no contest because of a failed drug test. Uh, Matt Riddle likes, uh, like he likes Sweet Leaf a little <laughs> bit too much, and he failed two drug tests for for, uh, for marijuana, I know Dana White kind of just said, "Screw it, he's not worth it. We'll get rid of him." But he was uh, he was a legit fighter, and so he decided, "Hey, well, I'll just I'll be a professional wrestler." And if you haven't seen Matt Riddle compete yet, oh my goodness, you. You have no idea. He's got he's got a kind of a, a weird cheesy gimmick. We were just talking about cheesy gimmicks. <laughs> uh, he's the king of bros. King of bros. He's a, he comes in wearing flip flop uh, sandals and he comes out to a uh, what's that Warren G Nate Dog song? Regulate. Reg- regulate. There you go. I'm not big on raps. So I don't know. Yeah, and it's just, I, I first time I saw him, I was like, this guy, get get him out of here. And then he uh, then the bell rang. And I was like, all right, I can I can get behind this dude. He is going one on one against Loki in in the, this match. And Matt Riddle's a name that you're gonna hear a few times on the show. Matt Riddle versus Loki. I don't know about you, but that's one hell of a way to start out a uh, WrestleMania week. You got that right. And I know there's uh, I know Jim Cornette's not a fan of Loki. I, I don't mind Loki. I love his in ring performances. Maybe he's not the smartest smartest wrestler out there. <laughs> According to Jim Cornette, but <laughs> hell yeah, let's do it. And then you got on the same card, 
You have Chris Dickinson, who is kind of the same ultimate fighter, more of a wrestler, though, than Matt Riddle character or wrestler. And he's competing against, I don't know if you can believe this. Dan the Beast Severn. I I didn't realize he was still going. Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Severn keeps himself in really good shape. Obviously, one of the more famous shoot fighters from the past 15 years. What is he now? 50 plus, 60 years old? You know what? He sure as hell does not look like yeah. it. Not at all. So I, are you saying I can't take him? No. No Probably one. Not. No. Damn. Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, I love you. You're my brother. But no, I can't take him either. I tried. And I got nine toes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't I don't know too much about the, the show other than that. But I know it's it's knockout, tap out. And just by that alone, that, that gimmick style show, I can get behind. And um, I'm definitely going to be tuning in for that one. Because that, uh, that one definitely has a lot going on. There's a lot of other names on there. Uh, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher, Valter, you know, Eddie Kingston. Some really legit talent on this card. So that's a hell of a way to start out a WrestleMania week. Oh, yeah. Uh, then at 6 o'clock on Thursday, April 5th, uh, you do have your first day of WWE access and that is at the Ernest N. Memorial Convention Center That that's where access will be happening all weekend for your information that's at 6 o'clock on Thursday they will have premium VIP signings for Bill Goldberg and then VIP signings for Sasha Banks. Really, not too much else to say about that little event there. I just want to know that. I, I want to know the name of that one person that's going to buy that premium VIP signing for Goldberg. Are you kidding me? There's going to be tons of fucking people. It's got to be his son's friend. <laughs> I just hope his son's wearing a shirt this time. Because I was, I was really getting weirded out every time I saw him without a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, there's really not much else to say. If you've never been to uh, a WWE fan access... That's right, you've been there. It is it is actually a pretty cool experience. Okay. You get to pose with different uh, title belts. You know, they have photo ops. They have VIP signings. There's different pieces of memorabilia that travel okay. from WrestleMania to WrestleMania. That's really cool. Yeah, that, it's it's really cool. You get some nice pictures in there. Well, I know last year, too, they had some impromptu matches. Yes, uh, depending on the venue, they will have matches. I know when I was there for uh, WrestleMania 25. In Houston? In Houston. Yep. Um, they had they had a ring set up, and there was a few matches that happened uh, throughout the weekend. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff to do in Fan Access. And if you think you're not going to have a good time, go. Just go. I'm sure you're going to run into something that you'll enjoy, even if you're the casual fan. So, because it's WWE and it's WrestleMania, there's got to be a crap ton of people there. Did you find yourself at least, I'm sure you can't do everything, but did you find yourself being able to have enough time to do the things you want to do, or was it a lot of standing in line and waiting, and more so than, uh, more, more than you would have hoped to stand in line? No, you know what? It wasn't a bad experience. No, and I've been to I've been to a couple different ones because I've I've attended WrestleManias in Detroit and Chicago, obviously. And you go to these things, and you do you do expect to be in line, you know, for fucking hours upon end. That that wasn't the case in any of my experiences. Okay, uh, I haven't been to a WrestleMania in quite some time, but yeah, I, I positive stuff all around for me. I highly recommend it. Again, even if you're the casual fan, Access is definitely one of the places to be and things to do during WrestleMania weekend. Well, there you go for anyone that's going or for future WrestleManias. Yeah, you got it from a guy here that's been there. And uh, I've always wanted to go. I've always wanted to go. 
I've never been to a WrestleMania, um, so I've never been to an Access either. Uh, yeah, that, that's you know what? That's going to be on our bucket list together. That's a bucket list, yeah. I, I definitely look. We we talk bad about the product, but you know, at WrestleMania, it's like it's like going to the Super Bowl if you're a football fan. Even yeah, if you, you got yeah, you, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. So that's the only way to only, only way around it. Next up here is a show that we don't know too much about, but I wanted to bring up some of the guys on here. It's Wildcat Entertainment. Wildcat with a K. Wildcat with a K. Um, it's happening at 6 o'clock as well, so even if you don't decide to go to Axis, you could possibly catch this show. It's at the Sugar Mill, and, and again, we're ne- neither of us are familiar with the Wildcat Entertainment Company, but uh, some of the guys on this card obviously will be easily... Recognizable. Recognizable, sure. yeah. yes. And so you guys know, Wildcat Entertainment uh, does have its their own streaming service, and if for that information we'll, we'll, and for whether or not this show would be on there, we'll go ahead and put that information on the site, uh, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. Again, for everything on here that we talk about, if there's a way to watch it, we will put it on there so you guys know when and where to be to watch it, how to watch it, and all that stuff. So moving on to Wildcat Entertainment, the one name that popped out to me, I was like, holy crap, he still wrestles, is, is Bob Holly. If you have not seen pictures of Bob holly lately take your time get on google or bing whatever you prefer (laughs) and search for bob holly 2018 let me tell you he is not as anywhere as big as he used to be but he is shredded to shit oh my god that man in his that man is definitely in some awesome fucking shape he's gonna be on this card fighting stevie richards it's a four-way actually stevie richards billy gunn and some guy named jay spade who i'm not too familiar with yeah i'm not sure which jay spade they mean here <laughs> but, but it's, it looks like it's a fatal four-way of some kind fatal four-way and yeah bob holly was a guy that i just thought i i mean i'm glad that he's doing something the last time i i heard his name he was in rehab for painkillers addiction so to see him back in wrestling i'm, I'm hoping he's clean i'm hoping that he's doing what he loves this is not that he's doing it because he wants to not just because he needs a paycheck yeah it's it's that's pretty cool like I'm, I'm really intrigued by that there's a lot of new names on here which i'm not against trying to find out but uh you know you got other other well-known names on here at least guys that i know i know damien 666 and bestia but ah, sorry i said it, said that wrong bestia 666 i probably still said that wrong rachel ellering who is the daughter of precious paul precious paul ellering. don't forget <laughs> the precious um but there's a ton of like names that i'm not too familiar with but if i find myself with some time which i'm gonna have a really hard time this week doing it for uh, wrestlemania week i'm definitely gonna check out wildcat entertainment see what it's all about and who Maybe I'll subscribe to their uh, streaming, streaming service. service. There you go. <laughs> uh, an hour later at 7 o'clock on that Thursday, you have Whale Mania, and that's at Republic NOLA. And it's a podcast, and it looks like Mark Henry's going to appear there uh, for at least a meet and greet. That's a Hall of Famer now. Yeah, Hall of Famer Mark Henry. Congratulations, Mark Henry, on Hall of Fame entrance. Hey, can we can we do a late game here? I got a new entrance. Mark Henry, Hall of Famer bullshit. Really? <laughs> oh man. Uh, this is a continuation of our of our game we played. Yeah, this this was what last week, so episode six. If you haven't if you haven't heard episode six, aka the Hall of Shame, we invite you to go play Hall of Famer bullshit with us. <laughs> 
It was pretty entertaining. Yeah, bullshit, really? I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking, asking me. You, yeah, I'm the host here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark Henry, no, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame? Yeah. Fun- yeah. Fundamentally, he gets wrestling. He he does, you know, he does the job. Yeah. And, you know, he might not be the most popular wrestler, um, and he, he might get a lot of shit from a lot of people for, you know, contract uh, issues <laughs> in previous years and things of that nature. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no Hall of Famer. I I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Mark Henry. Um, if they, if we did ballads, they did ballads in in WWE. If this was like a legit Hall of Fame, uh, Mark Henry would I think for me I would vote for him on the first ballad. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, just that well-rounded guy. Contract disputes aside, that's not my problem to deal with. I, I base it off of what I see in that ring. So exactly. Yeah, Mark Henry definitely. Uh, if you had a chance to meet him for this show or or at access i would do it because from my understanding I, I know quite a few people that have met him he's a really down-to-earth dude send us some pics yeah please please we're available on facebook at facebook.com slash 20x20 crew you can catch us on twitter at 20x20 crew and on instagram at 20x20 crew later on that night at eight o'clock you have evolve 102 and that's again at the Ponchart train convention center what is there to say about evolve great promotion if you haven't caught an evolve show we highly suggest you do uh this is show number 102 for them uh congratulations on that yeah um, absolutely um the the main the main event here or what should be the main event is zack saber jr versus Matt Riddle for the Evolved title. That definitely caught my eye right away. Oh, yeah. I uh, love me some Zack Sabre Jr. And uh, and Matt Riddle throwing him in there in the mix for a title shot. So I- I'm excited. Didn't I say we were going to say Matt Matt Riddle's name again in the show? I mean, he's this guy right here, Matt Riddle, is he's becoming one of the biggest names in independent wrestling uh, at a very quick rate. And then Zack Sabre Jr. is one of the biggest names in, in all professional wrestling. I don't know about making a prediction right now. I don't know how much longer Zack Sabre Jr. is going to hold on to the Evolved title. He's been a champ for about a year. Oh, and a half now. Yeah. So it's uh, I I can see it at any point now an ending. But um, you know what? These two guys are gonna put on a hell of a show. I didn't think they were gonna do it at first because uh, they hinted towards it at Evolve 100, and that was kind of it. They didn't say anything about it at Evolve 101. And then when they made the announcement, I was like, yes, please, like I this <laughs> this match right here. For me, if I had to put a uh, a ranking system, it's it's easily a top five match for me throughout the entire week. Oh, definitely. Also on that card, you have other wrestlers like Will Ospreay, Austin Theory, Keith Lee, who you might have seen in PWG, Tracy Williams, and James Drake. There's there's plenty of other matches. All that information is going to be again on our website at 20x20crew.com/podcast/wrestlemania, and we'll let you know if you can't make it to the show. We'll try to get a, a, a streaming information for you. Yeah, absolutely. If 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 you haven't seen Evolve at all, this is right here. This is you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of 2002 to 2004 Ring of Honor. There's a lot of proving ground here. It's much smaller arenas. Not that Ring of Honor does huge arenas, but definitely bigger than Evolve does. It's just it's a lot of hungry talent. 
whether they're new to the business or trying to establish themselves even more it's a lot of hungry talent and what that what that equates to is very entertaining wrestling yes so if if you are looking for something new to watch not just for this week but for the long run evolve is one of those things that i would highly recommend you checking out if you can't make it to that evolve show later on that night thursday april 5th 9 30 you you're gonna have a hell of a time picking between these two at least for me yeah uh you got two two events going on the first one is at the joy theater and that's on canal street uh you're gonna get to go uh experience paul Heyman. an evening with paul Heyman is the name of the show starts at 9 30 central standard time i would love to be there wow yeah. i mean i would you know there's a lot of people who don't like paul Heyman, and i can understand why but to sit there and say that you wouldn't be interested in going to see that show, you'd probably be lying to yourself, even if you didn't know any better. Because let's face it, he's he's uh, he's charismatic. He's a hell of an in, uh, interesting individual. There's always something going on with Paul Heyman, and he is very opinionated, obviously. And he's been around the business uh, much more than most people know. Mm-hmm. I would love to be there in a heartbeat. Too bad they don't have that being streamed somewhere. I would I would be all over that like white on rice. Something that you and I can look into. Yeah, but, uh, for sure. And if, if I trust me, we'll put it on the website for sure if it's if if it is. But yeah, you know, Paul Heyman is one of those guys. I I know I've quoted myself. I'm quoting myself and saying this that if there's anybody, if I got to pick one brain in in professional wrestling, it'd be Paul Heyman. Because it's 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 amazing what he was able to accomplish throughout his entire career, uh, whether you like him or not. And, and yeah, admittedly, I've I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Put that on a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I think that's already out there. Yeah, but I would have to ask him though too. Though, be perfectly honest, is uh, what's up with this whole Brock Lesnar thing? Like, what, what? Uh, and I don't want to get into it per se, but I want to know it from him. Like, what did you really see in Brock Lesnar? Yeah. And why, why do you think it's okay to spin on the business as much as he does? Uh, I'd be interested, and 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 I would implore him to please give me the best answer you can. No bullshit. But other than that, you know, I Paul Heyman is a guy that I've I've always just. I've always admired him as far as his, his wrestling mind. He's a guy that gets it. For yeah, sure. he does. He does. Uh, also at 9.30 that night, the same time Paul Heyman is having his show, is the Russell Khan Super Show over at the Sugar Mill. And this... <laughs> This is quite the the card, even though there's only a few matches announced. You have Joey Janela versus Penta L Zero M, who's also been booked for the All In Show in Chicago. Jeff Cobb versus Tomorrow Tomohiro Ishii. Chuck Taylor, Chucky e. T, the Southern Gentleman, yeah. against someone to be announced later. But the main, uh, well, or, the oh, main I'm sorry, event. yeah, Chuck Taylor and a uh, mystery partner, I should say. Excuse me, against the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Wow. Let me let me let me see if let me test your knowledge here. Oh boy. Um Golden Lovers, have they ever competed in the states together? To my knowledge, no. So that could be that that's a huge show. That yeah, that go. that would be a huge show. I don't yeah, I I'm going to say uh, well, obviously other than Oh wait, yeah, I'm sorry. Obviously yeah. other than Strong Style Evolved here that's happening tonight, which is March 25th as we record this. Yeah. Yeah. I we were staying corrected then. Yeah, one, one of the one of the few <laughs> one of the few, yeah. One of the few US appearances of the Golden Lovers. None of, I mean that that, that doesn't uh, lessen the show and you know Oh, no, at all. without a doubt. 
But yeah, hell of a show. WrestleCon, if you're not familiar, with, is a, a huge wrestling convention mm-hmm. put on every year. Uh, shouts out to the guys over at WrestleCon. But yeah, that's that's going to be a hell of a little card going on over there. Oh yeah. And again, that's at the Sugar Mill at 9.30. So if you were in, uh, if you were in New Orleans, where are you going to be at 9.30? I'm putting you on the spot. You know what? Uh, I'm a mean host, I know. Yeah. <laughs> if if I had to pick between the two, yeah. I hate to say this, I, I would probably go the way of Paul Heyman. Okay. Only because I'm sure I'll have another opportunity to see uh, the Golden Lovers somewhere else. Yeah. Down the line. That's fair. And I can't necessarily say that about Paul Heyman. That's a fair point. After those two shows, at 11.55 at night, there's one more thing to do on Thursday, April 5th. I just got to point out, we're, we're, we're still on night one. Yeah, this is night one. This is the end of night one, guys. <laughs> at 11.55 at night, Beyond Wrestling will be at the Ponchar Train Convention Center, and it it's it's mixed it's mixed tag wrestling or mixed wrestling. It's mixed wrestling, yeah, all together. Men um, versus women. And, men versus women. Uh, there's that name. Here's his name again, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle is also on this card. He's <laughs> man, he's a busy motherfucker this week. Yeah, man. he'll be facing Deanna Perrazzo. That's. That's one. That's one of the few uh, standout matches. You also have uh, Timothy Thatcher versus Tony Storm. That name just that, that match just blows my mind. Yeah, that that, doing that. Shouts out to Tony Storm. Huge. I'm a huge Tony Storm fan. As, as you should be. I mean, she's she's definitely taken over women's wrestling in in a way that I that doesn't get talked about the way that it should. Uh, you definitely, if you haven't done so, check her out on the May Young Classic because she will blow your mind. Uh, that and she's a, she, she frequents Progress Wrestling a lot too. Uh, this match against Timothy Thatcher, that's, it's, it's such a, a weird concept because you have, you have Timothy Thatcher who is, is known for his technical wrestling as so is Tony Storm, but Timmy Thatcher is also a, uh, known for being somewhat of a powerhouse. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it's it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird, but I'm really intrigued by all of this, all these matches, even the ones that I'm not too familiar with the names on. This is one of those things where I'm definitely going to check out what Beyond Wrestling is about because I it's a really interesting card. You've got Joey Ryan and Laura James against the Rumblebees. Uh, MJF versus Tessa Blanchard. That's not even half the card, folks. So uh, if again, if you're out there in New Orleans and uh, you can you can get to the show, 11:55 at the Ponchar Train Convention Center, you'll get to see Beyond Wrestling, and that rounds out night one of WrestleMania weekend. What a hell of a night one. Yeah, we still got more to go. More to go. We're going to take a small break and, and uh, pay some bills, and uh, we'll be right back with night two. This edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited ebooks, unlimited movies, and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two day shipping on many products through Amazon.com, as well as in certain areas, one day shipping. So if you are an impatient person like me, you can get one day shipping. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage, too. I think that's pretty. Uh, oh, absolutely. I don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet, at least nothing I could share with the public. But Ooh. <laughs> it's photos of me and Kenny Omega. Are you jealous? I, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say. You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscriptions through us, and by doing so, you'll help us here at the show. You don't have to pay anything extra. You sign up for Amazon Prime through us. You get 30 days to try out Amazon Prime. You can cancel anytime. We still get the love from Amazon. Go ahead and check us out at... 
20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the 20x20 crew, 20 by 20 crew wrestling podcast. I'm Joe. I'm here with Matt, and we are talking WrestleMania weekend 2018. Hell of a weekend. We just finished night one before the break, and we're about to talk about night two. Man, looking at this whole weekend, I just, I guess it's a, a little breathtaking for me. You know, it, there's just a hell of a lot of things going on. And I, you could tell the wrestling business, the wrestling industry is back in a boom. Because, uh, man, there's a lot of talent in, in uh, New Orleans that weekend. Yeah, you don't you don't put on uh, put on show if you don't think anyone's gonna watch. And obviously, they 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 feel confident enough in the product to to do something like this and and say, hey, you know, because WrestleMania is there and, and there's so much so much fan base, such a large amount of fan base that is gonna be in a specific area for that time frame. You know, why not do it? Because you know, as we as we get further f- further and further, it's not just. <coughs> It's not just companies here in the United States. It's it's an international thing now. It is an international thing. That's great for the business. It is very great for the business. That's why I love talking about this. We're going to start off Friday, April 6th. This is day two of the weekend. 9.30 in the morning at the Royal St. Charles Hotel. You ready for this one? I'm ready. Dave, um, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez are bringing to you Wrestling Observer Live Mailbag, 9.30 in the morning. You know... I am not a fan of Dave Meltzer. And the, I didn't know that. And the, <laughs> quit your lying. Uh, and in turn, uh, Brian Alvarez, because, you know, he's Dave Meltzer's buddy there over at uh, Wrestling Observer. To me, folks, wrestling the Wrestling Observer uh, and any dirt sheet, it's kind of like a... It has become a necessary evil. And the only reason I say that is because while they are not anywhere near 100% correct with all the speculation and rumors that they spread they do serve as like a loose like historical timeline of what's going on in the business as it happens that's probably the only good thing that comes out of this okay. unfortunately yeah so again to me it's a necessary evil clearly uh, there are people that are very invested in this otherwise Dave Meltzer would not even be around anymore uh, he's been in the the rumor business for shit 20 30 years now and he's probably I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you a term here I don't agree with it but he is referred to as uh one of the the more uh, well-known wrestling journalists I'm going to use that term loosely because I don't necessarily agree with that but yeah so you have you have him and his More of a Gossam columnist. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I I agree with you there. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. There. I don't know about a wrestling journalist. Jur- journalism, you, you report facts. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, so uh, you have his his live show with uh, Brian Alvarez at the Royal St. Charles Hotel at nine thirty in the morning. I think you're not going to be there. I won't be there. I'm thank God. Uh, you know, last time I looked for uh, ticket information on this, it was sold out. Dave Meltzer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had standing room only tickets available for like roughly twenty seven bucks. Okay. If any of you go to this and would love to, you know, send some information our way, email us over at twenty x twenty crew at gmail dot com. I would love to hear what the hell went on. If anybody gave them the business during the during the live Q and A session. Other than that, yeah, fuck Dave Meltzer. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, uh, we'll we'll provide ticket information. Not that there will be any left, but we will provide any any last minute ticket information for you again on our website at twenty x twenty crew dot com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. Moving on, half an hour later, ten o'clock in the morning, again Friday, April sixth. This time you're going to be at the Lake Town Room at the Hilton Garden Inn in Kenner, Louisiana, which is not far from uh, New Orleans. The Slobberknocker Sessions with Jim Ross. Uh, it looks like this one has a very limited, um, a limited uh, entrance. It looks like 100 fans. Tickets were 85 bucks. They include a question, a Q&A session, and a signed copy of his new autobiography, Slobberknocker. If there's tickets available, again, we'll, we'll we will have that information on our website. This this is what I would be doing that instead. Uh, instead, oh yeah, okay. I I probably would be waiting outside in line for hours upon end just to just to be there, just to be. I, I'd be so excited to be there. I'm I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Jim Ross per se, but again, he's one of those individuals that has been around the business for so damn long. Yeah, he is a wealth of information and experience, and I hear he puts on one hell of a live show. It's always different. He always has interesting things to say and talk about. That would be where my money would be spent. You know what's interesting about, about Jim Ross for me? I You and I are both married. We're both married guys and happily married at that. And I, I don't even want to think about what it would be like if to hear the news that my, my wife is, is gone. And when Jim Ross, his wife passed away in, a, in an accident it was it was like well you just thought jim ross is going to be gone for a long time you know he's going to heal he's got to heal and he continued to do wrestling i don't think he even took a full week off he didn't no i think he was he went straight to it i think it was i don't know if it was the new japan show or if it was a wwe show but i just remember it was like why is he there it was it was like less than <laughs> it was like less than 72 hours later and he showed up i want to say it was the wwe show and, and they had him come yeah. in and, and guest announce and i was like like, oh my god but i obviously again i'm happily married love my wife yeah the the thought of losing her would devastate me yeah exactly and i can't sit there and say that i would do the same thing or that i wouldn't do the same thing only because this this is the other part of his life it, it's all wrestling well that's that was the point i was i was going to make is like this is it's it, it he, he he's such an intriguing person because even with such great loss and sorrow he picks himself up and he does the the other thing that probably hit, you know easily his second love i've you know, i've behind his wife it would be professional wrestling and even though I, you know, I've poked fun of him in some of his commentary these days, he's always to the test of time for me as one of my favorite commentators. Um, that's my personal opinion on him. But for him to do that and I'll do these shows, and I remember, I don't know where it was at, but I know Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman doesn't do a, even though we talked about the show on Thursday. Paul Heyman doesn't do a whole lot of live shows. Doesn't do a whole lot of these these type of shows. It's that's reason why, as you said, it's such a big deal. And he came out for Jim Ross because if you don't know they they have such a great relationship off camera kind of a mentor father son almost relationship in the business and even Paul was just absolutely amazed that he's still doing these shows so quickly after the loss of his wife and it was it was such an intriguing uh it was about a 5 minute clip you check it you can check that out on YouTube I would just look up Paul Heyman Jim Ross show and yeah, it was it was it was really cool. It was really cool for him to do that, and I'm just glad that Jim Ross was able to find peace in these you know 
not even a year after losing his wife and i was just i was just amazed absolutely amazed at like wow he's he didn't miss a beat he, he didn't miss a show and, and you know obviously you know he he went through a hard time you know that's that's a given you know when something like that happens you, you go through that hard time but yeah man I, I have the utmost respect for jr you know we do poke fun of him uh sometimes but at the end of the day it, it's still not a love and I, I respect the hell out of the guy i can i i can only speak through personal experience and i've had a i've lost a lot of loved ones over the years in my short 39 years on this earth and uh it is not fun First and foremost, there was there was one time, and I won't mention any names, but uh, I almost lost someone. I, almost, I almost lost someone in this particular situation. I I, f- I found myself in the same shoes as Jr. Where I did I did go to work. I I didn't I, I, I didn't skip a beat, and you know a lot of people criticized me for doing such because of the situation. But that was where everyone else that that I knew and loved at the time was, and it was it was healthier for me to be there than you know be alone with with my own thoughts. So that's very true. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of get it. I I hear he puts on a hell of a live show. And again, that's where my money would be. I'd be right there at 10 a.m., bright and early, like the sunshine. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's 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 unfortunate. It's it's only a limited uh, room, 100 fans. So I imagine for sure that they are they're definitely sold out at this point. But um, if you get a chance to be here, please let us know. Yeah, send us pictures, yeah, send us pics. Whatever um, you can. Whatever whatever you feel comfortable doing, uh, we would definitely love to hear from you guys. Later on that, uh, right at noon actually, you get to see progress over at the Ponchart Train Convention Center once again. Will Ospreay, Matt Riddle is back at it again. Who's that guy? You talking <laughs> about him yet? Tony Storm, Jimmy Havoc, Austin Theory, the Grizzled Young Vets, Flash Morgan Webster, many more names on this card. There, The Progress Show happens at noon, again, Central Standard Time, over at the Ponchar Train Convention Center. What would you like to say about Progress Wrestling? Well, I mean, first of all, this is the international uh, field that I was talking about. Progress Wrestling is based in England, or the UK, and... Again, they're taking advantage of WrestleMania weekend and Progress Wrestling. Man, I, I tell you what, it's it's some of the best wrestling that I've seen in quite some time. Uh, this is where Tony Storm, who you and I are such a huge fan of for many reasons, uh, she is. Uh, she, this is where she she originated from. Uh, is is Progress and a little fact just for you WWE fans out here: the United Kingdom Championship has been defended more times on progress wrestling than it has in any wwe show i think that speaks volumes about the about the show about the organization itself um that's yeah, where they got a lot of the, their, their talent from yeah if you're not familiar with progress progress wrestling please get familiar really quick if you're a fan of trent seven if you're a fan of tyler Bates, if you are a fan of if you're not a fan of the bruise way i i i don't I don't know what to say to you. <laughs> I, <laughs> if you're not a fan of any of those guys, I think you, or if you are a fan of those guys, I should say, you are definitely going to love what Progress Wrestling brings to the table. It is excellent, excellent wrestling. I absolutely love it. I absolutely recommend it. If you are 
there in New Orleans, and you don't have a ticket yet, try to get a ticket. We'll have all the information on the, on the website. And I do know for a fact that Progress does have their own streaming service, so this will be streamed. All that information will be on the website. Again, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. And with that, also at noon over at the Sugar Mill, there's a show being referred to as The Crash. Don't know much about this show, but you do have... It is like a cavalcade of wrestlers here. Yeah, there's, on, a, there's on the, a ton of wrestlers. It's a huge show. We're looking at... It's probably going to go the better part of three, maybe four hours. Without a doubt, by, yeah. by, the ju- by the judge of it. You've got names like Austin Aries, Penta L0M, Ray Phoenix, Rich Swan, Flip Gordon, uh, Willie Mack, The Bandito... Joey Ryan. Psychosis on here. Yeah, Psychosis. Uh, I think Super Crazy is a part of that. Brian Cage. Sammy Callahan. Sammy Callahan. My goodness, yeah. it's. I don't know anything about the crash. I don't know if this is just... Uh... If this is one of those things where it's like, hey, let's let's do our own show together. I, I tried looking them up. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Um, we don't know much about the show, but we will have uh, ticket information if there's tickets still available, uh, again, on our website. But, yeah, at noon at the Sugar Mill, the Crash Show will be happening. And, again, quite a few matches already listed. Again, that's at noon. 4 o'clock will bring you two two very important shows. The first, uh, Evolve 103. Keep in mind, uh, Evolve 102 happens the night before. Yep. Uh, Evolve 103 will happen at 4 o'clock Central Standard Time at the Ponchar Train Convention Center. Matt Riddle back at it again. This is the fifth appearance yeah. of Matt Riddle for the weekend. Uh, he's going to take on uh, Sekimoto. Uh, you've got uh, Chris Dickinson on this card making another appearance. Keith Lee, Austin Theory, DJ Z, Jason Kincaid, uh, Evolve 103 happening at 4 o'clock. And they're up against Rev Pro Wrestling over at the Sugar Mill, which is also at 4 o'clock. Again, international flavor on that card announced is Zack Sabre Jr. versus Tomohiro Ishii for the British Heavyweight title. And, and that's that's only one match on that card. Yeah, Zack Sabre Jr. is a... Uh, this is what I love about, about the minor leagues, if you will, <laughs> is that Zack Sabre Jr. is a champion in different uh, companies. He is... At this point, he may or may not be the Evolve champion anymore. We'll see. But going into the, the week, Evolve champion, he's the Ref Pro British heavyweight champion. He's also the ref, one half of the Ref Pro... British Tag Team Champions, where he's teaming with the boss himself, Minoru Suzuki. Um, both these shows, and again, Rev Pro you talked about is the international the flavor. Again, they're based in the UK as well. And Rev Pro, if you are a fan of New Japan and if you're a fan of Ring of Honor, learn learn the name of, of that company because they do regular business now with Ring of Honor and with New Japan and with CMLL down in Mexico. Uh, that's kind of the swapping sharing talent kind of situation that makes the wrestling business so great and they're a huge part of that so learn the names of those guys as as uh, as quickly as possible because there's a lot of great names a lot of names that you've already heard before kota bushi's on there i think you mentioned flip gordon will osprey rocky romero chucky t all those guys are on there but there's also guys that you may, you may not know too much yet but are really really impressive uh shane strickland 
absolutely amazing wrestler. Yes, sir. Uh, David Starr, another great talent there. Aussie Open, phenomenal tag team. Uh, they do a lot of different t- uh, matches in, in the UK, whether it be for Red Pro or Progress or Defiance, which I'm a little bummed that uh, Defiant didn't do anything for, for this week. But anyways, Evolve 103, going back to that one, another name that I want to bring out, Austin Theory. He's the uh, Full Impact Pro World Heavyweight Champion. The oh, reason why that's relevant is because Evolve does... Uh, they're part of a bigger network called the World Wrestling Network. It's Evolve. It's FIP, Full Impact Pro. It's American Combat Wrestling. It's And it's also Shine, which is an all-female uh, company. Austin Theory, I think he's on the forefront of being the next big NXT signee. Uh, so definitely, if that's something that uh, you're interested in and where they came from, check out Evolve because he's he's a big part of that right now. Uh, Jason Kincaid is another one of those guys. Yeah, this is so many, so many great names on here. Chris Dickinson, Jaka, they're part of a, uh, a a great tag team, a great faction right now, and they'll be they'll be taking on a couple different opponents throughout that weekend. So throughout that week, so it's it's a lot of a lot of stuff to, to take in. I know, but trust me, when when we say it's totally worth. It. If you are a fan of wrestling, it's totally worth it. So as far as where I would be for 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 this four o'clock, because I'm going to one of these shows. Me personally, I'm going to Ref Pro because they are based out of UK, and this may be the only chance I get to see them throughout the year. Very true. My my money would be spent the same way. I'd be right there at the Ref Pro show at four o'clock Central Standard Time. And that's over nothing at the against Sugar Evolve. Man. No, nothing against Evolve. Evolve's a great promoter. Five o'clock brings you the next day of WWE access. Again, many a plethora of things to do there. Yep. You know, memorabilia, merchandise, meet and greets, signings, the whole nine. Uh, on this day, Friday, April 6th at 5 o'clock, they will have premium VIP signings for the one and only Shinsuke Nakamura. Nice. And uh, VIP signings for Andrade Cien Almas, Zelina Vega, and Ember Moon, Ooh. which are all NXT members. Yeah. That's If you're a WWE fan, man, that's a hell of a hell, hell of a little signing to be at. I would love to be there for that, too. Yeah, that would be, that would be great. I, I would... I would be a little bit bummed that I'm missing those signings, but I, I still pick Rev Pro personally. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, man, if you got a chance to meet Shinsuke Nakamura, if you got a chance to meet any of them, all all all, uh, all four of them, it's it'd be great. Yeah, definitely definitely worth checking out. Uh, eight o'clock that night again, Friday, April sixth. You have the WWE Hall of Fame ceremonies taking place at the Smoothie King Center. <laughs> If you're not familiar on how we feel about the WWE Hall of Fame, you can check out episode 6 of our podcast, a.k.a. the Hall of Shame. <laughs> but uh, really quick, I'm going to run down what, uh, what is announced so far for that night. And again, uh, inductees are Bill Goldberg, the Dudley Boys, Ivory, Jeff Jarrett, Hillbilly Jim, Mark Henry, and Kid Rock. And then the Warrior Award going to Jarius Robertson. So, again, if, if uh, you've got tickets and you're going to this, wish you would have spent your money somewhere else. <laughs> but, hey, enjoy yourself. I mean, uh, overall, I know, you know, we're, we're both going to have our, our favorites and our likes and dislikes about this whole weekend. But, ultimately, we're just glad to see that you guys are going out and spending money on pro wrestling because we love pro wrestling. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. That, that really is what it's all about. I know you talked about going to WrestleManias. Yes. Doing WrestleManias. Did you go to Hall of Fames? 
The only one I went to was was one that I felt was super important enough to be there, and that was the one with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I had a hell of a time. Me and my brother Joe went. It was it was a good time. You know, it was it was awesome to see Austin inducted. Had had I known at the time about all the other stuff going around town, I probably would have possibly been somewhere else, depending on you know like international talent and stuff like that. But I'm glad to sit here and say that I got to see Stone Cold Steve Austin and inducted into their Hall of Fame. Later on then, oh, actually, I take that back. Also at 8 o'clock, this is going to happen at the Train Convention Center. Again, the WWN Super Show Mercury Rising. That'll be happening at 8 o'clock as well. So if you can't get tickets to the Hall of Fame, maybe check out the WWN Super Show. Yeah, this is what what I was talking about uh, previously about the WWN. The World Wrestling Network, it is... The governing body of four major factions, if my count is correct. Yes. Uh, Every year they do a super show. They don't do regular WWN shows. This is the really just a once a year thing called Mercury Rising. And it just, it culminates a lot of the top performers in WWN that that do regular business for WWN. Uh, Looks like only one championship is to be defended. As Lufisto defends the Shine Championship against Holly Dead, which is a really intriguing character if you've never seen her compete before. <laughs> you know, after, after you and I talked a little bit about her previously off, <laughs> off the podcast, I definitely went and checked checked her out, and I am definitely intrigued. I would I would love to be there for this match. Yeah, that looks to be the only championship being defended. But there's a here's his name that we haven't mentioned yet. Matt Riddle <laughs> is uh, appearance number six for the weekend. Yeah. And it's only Friday. And it's only Friday. It's, it's only yeah. Friday. Matt Riddle is going one-on-one against Will Ospreay. Wow. What do you think about that one? Man, again, money well spent. If you got tickets to this show, congratulations. You're going to have a hell of a fucking time. That right there, for me, it could potentially be a, a top five match for me. Definitely a top ten. Another one, too, that pops out, Timothy Thatcher and Walter. Uh, it's 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 spelled Walter, but he pronounces Walter as like a V in there. I don't know. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's German, so that's all I know. Uh, against Chris Dickinson and, and Jaka, uh, two great wrestling tag teams here. Yes. Uh, Chris Dickinson and Jaka, part of the faction Catchpoint, they which is a kind of like the the Varsity Club almost. It, it, from old school, WCW. but way fucking better. Way better, yeah, <laughs> yeah, way better. And then you got you got your international. They're being built as dream matches. Keith Lee against Daisuke Sakamoto and Zack Saber Jr. versus I Muninori. Mun, yeah, Nori Sua. Sua, okay. Not too familiar with either two of those guys, <laughs> either one of those guys. Uh, with, with the exception, oh, I mean, I'm counting the Japanese guys there. Keith Lee is a huge part of the WWN. He's currently the WWN champion and PWG champion. And PWG champion, defeating Chucky T. Defeated Chucky T at the most recent show. Zack Sabre Jr. uh, is a champion in multiple different companies, too. Again, Evolve and uh, Rev Pro. Of course, he may not be from that show, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out for him. He was a champion in so many places. This is a little little fact here about Zack Sabre Jr. is how active he is. He was also the defiant internet champion. He uh, had to relinquish that title because he couldn't fulfill the the dates. He was too booked. That's crazy. That's crazy here. That's how crazy that busy this man is. I I think uh, probably the only other person that might have had that that disposition once in their career was Ultimo Dragon when he held the the nine titles all at once. (laughs) So... 
I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, you have your WWE Hall of Fame at the Smoothie King Center and the WWN Super Show Mercury Rising at the Ponchar Train Convention Center. Both happening at eight o'clock Central Standard Time on Friday, April sixth. Moving on, you've got two more events for night two of WrestleMania weekend. Nine o'clock. This is a big one. Over at the Sugar Mill, you have Impact Wrestling against Lucha Underground, a super show of sorts. Say that five times fast. This this is uh, this is big news for Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Um. They're, they're, it looks like they're finally getting their shit together. Shouts out to uh, Scott Demore and Cyrus. You know, taking the helm of this company, seeing it through to to better days. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I love what they've been doing since they took over. On this card is Ali versus Taya Valkyrie for the Knockouts title. Uh, you've got uh, LAX versus Killshot and the Mac for the Impact Tag Titles. You've got Austin Aries and Phoenix versus Alberto El Patron and Pentacon Dark. You've got Sammy Callahan versus Eddie Edwards in an I Quit match. If you're not familiar with what the hell is going on there, oh my god. You, you've got to go back and watch that footage of Sammy Callahan taking a baseball bat to Eddie Edwards' head. It obviously went wrong. They have since worked it into... Uh, it was a shoot that got worked into a work, if if you understand my my verbiage. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're they're having a, a a great time with it, and definitely making it interesting and something to watch. What I love about this show is that again we talked about what New Japan, Rev Pro, CMLL, and Ring of Honor are doing. We talked about the WWN, and now here we are talking about Impact Wrestling and Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground. Why, why is this a thing? Well, because you have two companies uh, that are doing business together. Impact Wrestling does business with AAA down in Mexico, as well as Pro Wrestling Noah and other companies, but that's not relevant to this uh, show right now. But Impact Wrestling does business with the 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 owners of Lucha Underground, which by the way, season four is happening. Uh, I know Taya or Taya Valkyrie in, in Impact Wrestling uh, was seen in a uh, shoot promoting it, so that's that's all I know so far. But anyways, you have two wrestling organizations that are doing a, a, basically a super show together, and you have titles on the line and all this other stuff, and it's just it's a great way again to incorporate a lot of different talents, and I just I love it. I when I when I first heard Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground, I just was like, yes, I, this, is, this is awesome because you have guys that you you've already seen on Impact Wrestling. Like Taya Valkyrie, as I mentioned, but then you have other guys that you haven't, like Pentagon Dark, like uh, like Killshot, like the Mac. You know, and there's a lot of great talent here, and um, I just, I'm really, this is one of those one of those events, and it's been a long time for me, a long time for me, when I can say that an Impact Wrestling show is on the top of my to watch list. Yeah, like I said, they're doing good things now. Uh, if you guys have previously watched Impact Wrestling and haven't watched it in a while. Please get that bad taste out of your mouth. It's under new management. Yeah, give it a shot. Give it a shot. You're 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 missing some good wrestling. That happens at nine o'clock Central Standard Time again at the Sugar Mill. Uh, again, we will have ticket information and possible streaming information. It's it's going to be on Twitch. So it'll be on it'll be on Twitch. We'll have all that information for you through our website over at twenty x twenty crew dot com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. The final event. For night two of WrestleMania weekend will happen at 11.55 at night. 
and it's Joey Janela's Spring Break Number Two over at the Ponchar Train Convention Center. I don't know much about this this little uh, this little indie show, but it's uh, Joey Janela, though. What do you? It, yeah, it's it's Joey Janela. If you're not familiar, <laughs> doesn't go, have to make sense. Yeah, go go grab yourself some uh, some PWG highlights to to start you off with a taste of Joey Janela. Uh, he's definitely someone to watch. He's very entertaining. Uh, he's going to be fighting the great Sasuke that night, so I- I'm interested in that match alone. But also on the card, Mike Quackenbush, who uh, is, yeah, is a that... name I haven't heard in quite some time, but also an uh, excellent in-ring worker. He's taking on David Starr. You've got... Well, this next one, though, Walter versus... I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Pierre Carl Willet. There you go. French. Yes. Uh, you've got Penta L0M versus Nick Gage. Um, whatever clusterfuck two is is going to be, <laughs> and then oh no, this is main event right here. And then for for fucking uh, appearance number seven of the weekend, you be keeping track at home. Yes, Matt Riddle versus James Ellsworth. That's hopefully tough, biggest match yet. Hopefully. It'll be for the intergender heavyweight championship, because le- let me tell you, after seven appearances in a fucking weekend, I would love to see Matt Riddle walk away with that championship. Yeah. Well, you know, we talk about you got the great Sasuke, you got Mike Quackenbush, and then you got Carl. Was it Olay? Yeah. Okay. Pierre Carl Olay. And I haven't heard that name in quite some time. Yeah, it's been a long time. You know. <laughs> So it's just like wow, you just you just grabbed a lot of like a lot of guys who were just like, what have you been doing all this time? <laughs> it's like, hey, I want to I want to do a wrestling show. You want to want to come do it? Yeah, all right, whatever, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really really weird uh, show, but I really hope that this is on some kind of streaming service because I'm I want to see it. I haven't seen the Great Sasuke, and man, I don't know. How it's, long yeah, it's been a long time for me personally. And it, you know, and then. I just, I just want, I want to be able to say, yeah, I watch all of Matt Riddle's matches. So, as much as I don't care about James Elworth or his intergender championship, you can shove it. Uh, I do want to see that, just so I can say, hey, I, I watched all your matches. Maybe, maybe I'll meet him one day and I'll say, yeah, I saw all, all seven of those. Maybe there's more. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We're we're only at the end of night two here, wrapping up night two. We're gonna take another break here, and we'll be right back with night number three. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you what to wear. Hell no, I'm not better. Well, you better get but I am smarter. Bow to the masters. I'll bow to the masters. The masters over at Rays. Rays will hook you up with all kinds of discounted gift cards for your favorite places to eat. For your favorite places to shop online and in store. They have any place you could possibly think of. And they even have discounts on ride sharing services like Lyft and Uber. In case you guys need to make it to a show. So hop on over and support the show. Support your 20x20 crew. Visit us for more information on raise and discount gift cards over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise. That's R-A-I-S-E. 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash raise and we got two words for you save money 